This week's Throwback to Black goes to a quote from Nikki Giovanni. Humans have a great and profound need to debate the heat while ignoring the sun, to need the rain while decrying the clouds. Throwback to Black, Nikki Giovanni. Now let's start the motherfucking show. Double second. It's something else. Hey, we here for a new episode. We are back. Hey, welcome back, people. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. We do, we do. Really do. From the bottom of our hearts. Welcome back. Because y'all deal up with our bullshit this long is a testament. And well, I appreciate you. Well, maybe something wrong with them. They still fuck with I think something wrong with them too. Gotta be. It's gotta be. And you know, they're using us as an excuse. To say, you know, we not that fucked up in the head if we listen to them. Because from what I hear from them, yeah. it could be always be worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's the vibes I'm getting from them. I think the people at my job are trying to uh, crack this podcast code. Mm. That's nice. They're, they're, um, they're honing in on it. Yeah. A lot of questions come up, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So eventually I got to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> One motherfucker walked up to me and said, what's up, Corey? I said, oh, Corey. Who the fuck is that? Who's Corey? You know you, Corey. You know you, Corey. No, I don't know who Corey is. I'm not Corey. <laughs> so they're digging a little deeper, trying to find some answers on this shit. Though. Right. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, fam. I don't know who you're talking about. Look, I don't even give a fuck no more. I just mm-hmm. start wearing my mask to work. Like, what's that? Power lunch out. What, what is it? Power lunch out. Hey, bitch, some questions. Yeah. Y'all know. If you know, you know. You got time for this shit. My mother was wearing the power lunch out mask out in public. Shout out, mom. Shout out, mom. And she ran into somebody that was like, Oh, you listen to the power lunch hour? She was like, Um, yeah. She was like, she was like, <laughs> she was like I love that podcast. <laughs> she was like, Yeah, my son do the podcast. I'm like, God damn it, lady. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's proud now. Yeah. yeah. All the reason why I gave my parents a mask. I said, I could get them this mask. She was like, this other lady, she was like, I've been trying to get a mask, but I couldn't get in touch with. I think she called your government name. <sighs> so I don't know who she talked to. Apparently somebody tried to get a mask when you ain't got it to them yet. Ah, nobody hit me for no mask. I'm just telling what the street's talking about. I done mailed off all my masks. They lying on me, coach. So They just trying to open the conversation. They thought she was my mama. Right. <laughs> Same name. So, yeah. So, yeah. Shout out moms rocking the power lunch y'all mask. Shout out moms, man. We gotta, you know we got customized colors now. They are, are very happy at our distributor. Yeah. That black and gold would go hard. <laughs> Shit. I dress accordingly to the mask. I can't wear it unless I got some black and gold on. Other than that, I can just go to the plane black and white. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm dope. Um, how was your weekend, man? What's going on with you? Man, um, the highlight of my weekend is that... Uh, I broke down, download the new 2K. 
I thought you were about to talk about support. <laughs> Go ahead. Nah. Um, so, yeah, so I'm officially single now. Okay. Because, you know, I can't do both. Okay. Can't do both. So can't I had to, it. I got to put all my, my efforts into one uh, format. And, you know, this time every year. Got to make a solid decision. Yeah, we're going straight to suitcase. So I'm in grind mode. Uh, nothing else really matters. It doesn't. It doesn't. Nothing so. even matters. And I'm not. I'm not playing Madden. I told my cousins I'm getting out the get out the Madden league. I don't. I don't even want to. It's not even fun to me no more. You know, I, I won the championship, and uh, two years ago, two seasons ago, then I lost last year. Like I, I put too much effort in trying to win. Once you got a belt, you got a belt though. I mean, I mean yeah. you official. You can't you- say I, I. I took. I didn't. I didn't get one. So I got me a win and. 2K here, so I don't have nothing else to do. I'm still playing Call of Duty, but um, yeah, 2K is, is all I'm working with right now. What's up? Are you winning? No, nah, I'm just building right now. I'm just getting my character together, okay. working on his skills, getting his his uh his his level up, and then I'm gonna unleash it. You okay. Know? So I'm just trying to keep keeping in in the same tack with everybody else. So I don't get too far behind. You so. slowly growing. But you not participate because okay, I get it. Yeah, that. yeah. I, I'm not coming out like most motherfuckers. They just get their character and go straight out and, and be trash and, right. just, and just work their way through it. You ain't going through the embarrassment. I ain't going through the embarrassment. I ain't yeah. got time to talk shit to you, little niggas. You already started for a couple of years, man. Okay, and I'm, I'm okay. just gonna come out when I'm ready. That's what's you know? up. And I'm a beast. That's what's up. But one thing, shout out to 2K. This one, man. The, the storyline is dope, man. You go from high school to college. You can either continue college or go to the, to the pros. Oh, I see y'all trying to bring college basketball back into the, uh, the video game world. Yeah, uh, y'all fucked up years ago, so they just dead the whole college dead thing. The whole conversation. But they got real universities, real you know uh, facilities and shit. Ooh, you know so, they pay some money for that. Yeah, so now they got this thing where you can pay players. You know. Oh. Well, let let players earn uh, money off of their likeness. Right, right. You know, autographs and shit like that. So that's a, a step to what NCAA is trying to uh, get back into this video game world. Right, right. Um, so I see y'all trying to be sneaky. Trying to be. But it's dope, man. I can either jump, go, go to the league or continue what I'm doing. Only thing I'm mad about is during the storyline, my love interest is the white girl. <sighs> that's the, a problem. That's problematic. Why the fuck? Like the last couple of years, as a black lady, like you know, right. black people play this game. You know, the, the, the league is majority black people. Representation matters. I'm just saying, man. Like, if my character is is a certain character, right? You should be able to, you know, make some adjustments. Make some adjustments. Yeah. Matter of fact, you should be able to choose. Right. <laughs> like, if I'm choosing, I don't need to automatically a uh, snow bunny on my arm. Like, yo, uh, you got to go take a date to the. Whatever function, who you taking? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Keisha. Yeah. <laughs> Karen can sit over there. You know what I'm saying? Easy. Now, I know it's a, a predominantly white university I'm attending, but still, I know still, there's some black sisters. Keisha's get scholarships. Right. They're very intelligent queens. Yeah, so that's the only thing I only hang up I got. But so far, so good. I'm going to see how it go. Yeah. I didn't do nothing else. I've been working my ass off. I haven't. I didn't go visit my mom's this week. Oh, um, you in trouble. I'm an adult. So, yeah, that's that. All right. But that's about it, though, man. See I ain't doing nothing else. kneecaps feel. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't getting anything else, I don't think. That's what's up. Yeah. I had an adventure. Okay. All right, so you know I'm on this whole improvement kick. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my brother, 
Shout out, Reese. Uh, we take a road trip because I need to get a burn barrel for my backyard. Because mm-hmm. I got so many leaves, it don't even make sense to just try to rake them all up and put them on the curb. Might as well just set them bitches on fire. Kind of remind me of your burn story a couple of months back. Yeah. <laughs> but I got it, I got it, I did it the right way. I got a burn barrel, mm-hmm. got the white hose out in the back, you know, it's close to the fire, make sure nothing get out of hand, mm-hmm. wet the ground, all that shit. But man, all right, so we go up to Romance, Arkansas. Okay. Never heard of it. Uh it's seven miles from the Hebrew Springs exit in Jacksonville. Uh, you know, as you pass Jacksonville, Hebrew Springs, take that exit, go seven miles, you in Romance, Arkansas. Cool. We get up there. As I'm talking to the guy negotiating the barrel prices on the phone, uh, I call myself talking with proper English. Mm. I like to prefer that term instead of the way we call it. But I, I call myself talking very proper and correctly. Mm-hmm. He all the country. Yeah. The country is fuck. As we're talking, my accent gets so fucking thick country. Mm-hmm. I had to look at myself like, you ain't even talking like that. Where did you get this dialect from? Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Well, all right, buddy. It'll be right there around the mouth. Are you not? I'm like, wait up. Who are you right now? You know, I got mirrors in the house. So I looked at myself. Who mm. are you? Just look at yourself. That's not you. I'm like, I don't know. He got the talk in. I got the talk in. Well, that's that's the black people's superpower, though. It really it's is. It's like the code switching is, is embedded in us. It's embedded, man. Yeah. Like, oh, this is a country, country white boy. Well, let's get country, country with him. Mm-hmm. I need to get these barrels in the disc. Make him feel comfortable. You know, I need I need to make him feel comfortable. Yeah. Is that the black man's plight? We forever trying to make somebody else feel comfortable? No, we're making white people feel comfortable. There you go. Yeah. You said it. I yeah. was trying to be good, but yeah. Yeah, that's our. That's our. That's our thing. We make white people feel comfortable. That's 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 the whole uh, mission throughout the day, and I talked about this a couple of uh, episodes ago. You, did. you know, black people, black especially black men, whole goal is not to scare white women. It's the goal to scare people. You don't want to scare white women, especially white women. Yeah, like love crack. You can't just go around and be killing white women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I understand that you'll make people comfortable. Yeah, especially when you're in the business. Yeah. All you want to do is get the business done the best you can and get it over with. So, cool. We get it reserved. We go to set up a meeting. Now, the meeting's at 8 p.m. Because mm-hmm. he has to cut hay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. Hey, that's, that's sundown time. Right. You know, <laughs> sundown town. Uh, we got to go to 8? It's 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. Ooh, nigga, I got to work in the morning. I ain't getting up at 8 a.m. And Reese is not a very good candidate to, uh, <laughs> I got him while I got him. So fuck it. We go for it. We get up there. We get the barrels. Uh, before I'm even able to get out the truck, see, if y'all don't know my brother, he likes to talk way more than me. That's facts. Can talk to anybody way more than me. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's the thing. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So before I get out the truck, these two have become best fucking friends. Him and David mm-hmm. have become best fucking friends. They've loaded the barrels and I didn't have to touch a damn barrel. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that was easy. Uh, then they begins to talk. I'm like, bro, it's dark. And we're in romance, Arkansas. I ain't never romantic about this shit. I don't know the rules of this city. You know what I'm saying? We gotta go. Yeah. David was surprised we was black. Uh... Reese always happened to have a new fucking friend. Mm-hmm. And so it was a conversation that was getting a little too long. 
<laughs> I had to shut this shit down. All right, people. Uh, we're ready to go. Let's yeah. tie these motherfucking barrels down and let's go. Mm-hmm. So we ride back. Uh, Cheryl passes. This motherfucker busts a U turn. I'm like, oh, Lord. No, I knew it. God it's a sundown town. It's a sundown town, Lord Jesus, please. Y'all no. niggas passed the curfew. Y'all niggas passed the curfew. Motherfucker pull up. He hit them blue lights. Turn around, pull up right behind him. So I'm like, oh, okay. Reese, I know he, he can talk us out this ticket. Oh, I hope nothing else going on. Lord, just, just come on. We just got to get out this goddamn town. He pulled up behind us for a long way. Uh, Reese's like, I ain't got nowhere to pull over. It's no road. It's no shoulder. I'm like, I don't know what you got to do, nigga. Do we need to run? <laughs> I don't know where we're going. Because mm. we're in fucking romance, Arkansas. So he ended up going around us. I was mad in the motherfucker, like, and we relieved at the same damn time. Nigga gave me all this pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So we escape Hebrew Springs. We get back to Little Rock. We stop and get gas. And I'm like, uh, yo, gas on me, man. I appreciate you going to get this barrel for me, for real. So we fill it up tight. Boom. Get ready to get in the truck to leave. Truck don't start. The battery and alternator are completely fucking dead. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. I just want to go home. All this was a fucking barrel. <laughs> Shit. I just want to go home. So shout out you. Uh, you gave us, uh, gave us the boost mm-hmm. that we needed. Swing down on Swing it. down real quick, man. I'm lit at this point because I brought my drink to take shots with. Because <laughs> I like, I just knew this was going to be a long trip, Lord Jesus. I just knew it was going to be an adventure. I just, I felt it. Mm-hmm. I just felt it. I said, ooh, I'm lit. You said, I know. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was a good time, though. But we made it home. Got my burn barrel, set that bitch on fire Monday night. Dog, it was the most peaceful shit on earth. Mm-hmm. I brought out my little lawn chair, my fan. Uh, had the water hose, of course, because, you know, I ain't trying to set this neighborhood on fire. I can't afford it. Right. And I had the best fucking time. I should have got a motherfucking burn barrel years ago. <laughs> I've been setting shit on fire. Well, you are a firebug. I am a firebug for real. Yeah. I love fire. Yeah. It's dangerous. But it was a good time, man. Yeah, it was an adventure. Got it done. Got a burn barrel now. I'm a happy camper. I get to burn shit. Free of charge. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. And they give me a burn barrel for all them fucking leaves in my goddamn yard. Man, it's the best. Yeah. It's easy. It's, it's, it's kind of therapy. If you just sit and stare at the fire, man, it's like, it's a fire pit for crackheads. Oh. But it's, a, you know, it's a fire pit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a crackhead fire pit, but guess what? It does the job it's supposed to do. Fire. You know what I'm saying? Fire. You know, so it's a great thing. I enjoyed it. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the rest of the week was just, you know, work and bullshit. But we got through it. That's all that matters. That's what matters. Another week. Another week done. We still here, baby. Still here. Hey, I heard it was a UFO in Texas. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm not surprised for the way 2020 going. I'm like, did they make contact, my nigga? Did they have rims on it? <laughs> did they have weed? Yeah. <laughs> it's the important questions that you need to ask if the alien did touch that. But yeah, crazy weekend. Anyway, you ready to get into these topics? Yeah, man. Let's get it. All right, so uh, start off with my positive story for the uh, for the show. That's what I'm talking about, because I ain't got shit. Okay. So, 
Doug Williams, who's the uh, first black NFL quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, who is now uh, vice president of Washington football team. Salute. Was uh, informed that there was a scholarship in his name, in his honor, at his alma mater of uh, Grambling University. So he was like, I got a scholarship in my name? He's like, who? Who is the person who built this scholarship up? It's right. like they wanted them to be uh, anonymous. Mm. You know, they don't want them to let nobody know. He's like, man, I'm Doug Williams. I got connections and shit. Right. So he dug a little deep and fi- come to find out it was Peyton Manning and his foundation who established this scholarship in his name. Damn. At, at the HBCU. That's real. And as he dug a little deeper, he found out that uh, Peyton Manning's foundation has. Um, set up six different scholarships and predominant and profound athletes and students and philanthropists in these HBCUs in their name unknowingly. That's dope as shit. Right. So uh, Peyton Manning has uh, set one up in Fisk University Mm. for Dr. Revis Mitchell, uh, Xavier University for Dr. Norman Francis, Dillard University for uh, Dr. Michael Lomax. And I'm uh, missing one. I'm missing one more. Uh, damn, I missed it. Anyway, that's one more that he set up. And they they had no uh, idea that they set it, it up in his Manning name. doing the whole time. Right. So shout out Peyton Manning for uh, investing in these uh, HBCUs. And doing it not chasing clout. Right. He he's not he's not posting it. He's not right. doing no live videos and nothing about. It. They didn't even know about it. They had to tell him that there was a scholarship in the name. Yeah, that's so dope. That's dope. And 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 students can get this scholarship every year. Right. Uh, in these people' name, and it's just funded by the Payne Manning Foundation. So one time for Payne Manning, one man. One time for Payne Manning, man. It's just using you know using that Papa John's money for something like good. a motherfucker, man. Using that's all state money. That's like how a you, that's how you give back. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what Because of the Papa John shit I want my name on it Yeah But I am gonna give back And I'm gonna do what I do Yeah so they said They, they contacted Peyton Man he, he declined to respond to it But the foundation said they uh, Want to give back as much as they can In any form uh, Shape or fashion And they're happy to do it So That's dope One time for you Peyton Blessings on blessings That's yeah. dope man Shout out to the kids That's able to benefit from it there's yeah. so many kids that just need a break, you know. Right. Just, uh, just I just need you to buy this book that's five hundred fucking dollars for whatever god known reason that is that damn much. But whatever, yo, salute. Yeah, that's major. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, Southern University. Okay, We're Southern. That's what's up. One time for payment. One time for payment. I I applaud that. I will say, as an asterisk. You know, you don't have to necessarily promote that you donate to these people. But it wouldn't hurt, you know, if you speak out about them either. You know, just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. But salute. I don't want to take nothing away from what you're doing. Salute. I <laughs> like, appreciate it. We need that, we need that clip that uh, 607 had. I can't do enough for you niggas. I can't do enough for you niggas. <laughs> Damn, shout out Peyton, man. Shout out Peyton, man, man. For real. For real. Um, any other positive stories? Uh, no, I don't have one. All right, my only—I'm not even gonna call it a positive story. It's the closest I got. <laughs> Louisville settles with uh, Breonna Taylor's wrongful death lawsuit for twelve million dollars. 
The city of Louisville, Kentucky, has agreed to pay $12 million to the family of Breonna Taylor and institute a series of police reforms to settle the family's wrongful death lawsuit. Louisville Mayor uh, Greg Fisher, uh, Taylor's family, and their attorneys announced the settlement in a joint press conference on Tuesday. Uh, 26-year-old MT was killed, Breonna Taylor was killed in her home by police on March 13th. As part of the settlement, the city agreed to establish a housing credit program as an incentive for officers to live in the areas where they serve, use social workers to provide support on certain police runs, and require commanders to review and approve search warrants before seeking judicial approval, among other changes. So, I mean, $12 million is is like they'll throw money at anything. Anything. They'll throw money in. It's the it's the largest payout by the police department in uh, Louisville. Yeah. Um it got a lot of uh coverage. Right. The thing is why these motherfuckers aren't aren't arrested or charged. Like I need some I these, need some these, shit done. It, it's as easy as you cut that check, you can easily uh send that that documentation that these motherfuckers need to be charged. Right. Um, he said, and then what bugs me is Mayor Fisher said the city is not admitting wrongdoing in the agreement. Settlement is wrongdoing. You, you admitting? You admitting is wrong, sir. Why would you pay if you're not? If you're not, why wrong? would you even say that shit? And I'll sit back thinking when I first read this, and this is this is just me thinking out loud. So, I think the uh, the the steps they put in place to make. Uh, you know, people are more accountable is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just think about this: what other profession would you go to jail for killing somebody in like, the line of duty? In the line of duty. If a doctor kills somebody on the, on the, on the on the operating table, the doctor doesn't go to jail. They can be sued for you Mal- know malpractice. Right. Might lose their license. Right. If a EMT, you know, saying. Don't save a person's life. They don't go to jail for for killing somebody. No. So I'm, I'm thinking like, if a police officer doing their job and they kill somebody, is it the same thing? No, I think having the power, having the power to kill somebody. Yeah. Period. Yeah. You got to be held to a higher standard, and yeah. just as easy as you can take a life, mm-hmm. your life needs to get turned upside down too. That's true. If you unjustly kill someone. Right. If you unjustly do it. Right. I mean, this is an unjust murder, pure and simple. We yeah. heard the 911 tapes. You, We heard all of it. Yeah. Um, we I think the, that's just the only thing that protects them from, like, the like the jail part. Like, if you kill somebody doing your job, it could be, like, uh, manslaughter or some shit. Right. But, you know, I don't, you don't see doctors going to jail you know, like that. All right, they gotta be held to a higher standard, man. It, it, it's like it, the Chris Rock uh, stand up. It's like, <laughs> you know, you gotta be perfect or close as possible to it. You can't serve a no knock warrant at a known associate's house like that and think it's gonna end okay, knowing who the no knock search warrant is for. Yeah. It was for Brianna Taylor. It wasn't for her, it was for her house, though. Right. You had to be under surveillance. How do you know to go there? Because her ex-boyfriend used to get packages delivered there. The ex-boyfriend had 
her address down as the place of residence. Right. The so, ex-boyfriend. It wasn't, right. it wasn't the current boyfriend. Right. So they looking for him. Uh-huh. So it's not like they was doing stuff there. Right. That's the last known residence. Right. Him. Did they not surveil it? I mean, I for you know. to get a no-knock warrant, yeah. you must have had more proof than, oh, yeah, he put me as a resident. I put my mama name there all the time on the four. I'm saying so. Did you watch the house? Did so you look and see? The detective that issued the no, the, the got the no-knock warrant is on, is on administrative leave, too. Right. The two others that was there with him on administrative leave, the one that shot the 10 times, I mean, blindly fired, but... Yeah, four you know, times shot four. That's that's just me thinking out loud, though. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, yo, I need them fired. Period. Need you fired. Now you might get rehired in a, a county over, but I, I need you fired from this place. Yeah, because you did not serve justice. You did not help hold your badge. Yeah. And I understand it's two sides to every story. And a lot of times, sometimes the police are justified in these shits. But yeah. this one right here, nah, pimp, I'm going to need that up all of you. I'm going to need all of that. All of that. Well, hopefully the uh, Brianna's family could use this money and change the game a lot further. Right. Um, put initiatives in. You know, they have the backing as far as the money to press Right. The local officials to make more and uh, litigations change, and shit. Right. And the changes they ask for in the settlement are beautiful. You know, uh, having the social workers who provide support on uh, police calls. And little things like that. Housing credit program. I mean, it's a means a lot. Because yeah. you got to know who you policing. Yeah. A lot of reason why our friends are great police officers because they know their people. They deal with the community. They talk to the folks. A lot of yeah. these cops don't even talk to the people of the community. Yeah. I mean, so I'm I'm happy as far as some of the um, the agreements that have been come to, but you know, at the end of the day, hey. It's still murder, bro. It's still murder. It's murder. I don't care much how much money you throw on it, it's still murder. Uh speaking of police officers, man, I got another positive story I forgot to mention. Okay, um, I need some positive. Uh Little Rock police officer Charles Starks uh turns in his letter of reg- resignation. Oh. Uh if y'all remember uh, last year he was the cop that jumped on the hood and, and murdered uh Bradley Blackshear. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then, you know, he the the chief fired him. Right. And he got his job back. Right. So now he uh put his letter letter of resignation in and then just dog the chief and the mayor for allowing him to work in a hostile work environment, not having his back and putting things in place to make his work environment uh un you know unstable. Right. Man, you put yourself in that fucking You put position. yourself in that position. <laughs> yeah, I, I fired Chris. you. The union brought your ass back. I oh. ain't gotta really fuck with you, but if the if the if the People don't fuck with you. That's not my fault. It has nothing to do with me. If the city you police and doesn't give a fuck about you, I can't stop them from treating you the way they treat you. The, the people know. Yeah. The people know the truth. Yeah, so uh, he blames the chief for it. But, man, appreciate that letter, bro. Uh, deuces. You probably get a job at the county somewhere. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, good riddance, bro. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. That's very positive. Yeah, yes. fuck out of here. The fuck out of nobody care. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. So, it's a lot of police stories today. Shit. Um, 
L.A. Sheriff challenges LeBron James to match a reward to help find the gunman who ambushed two deputies. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw the story. Los Angeles County Sheriff Alex Villanova is challenging NBA superstar LeBron James to step up and help find the gunman who ambushed and shot two deputies. Now, mind you, this video of the shooting looked like a midget came up to the car and shot. <laughs> Boy, stupid. I swear to God, because he read, he's skipping. Mm. And he's, his little legs was moving. I can mm. tell you a little person. Because when he got to the window, he barely got up to the window. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Lord, who is this? All right. So they looking forward to asking LeBron to match it. And it's just in case LeBron is always speaking out on, you know, officer-involved shootings and stuff like that, where he can, uh, what about helping out officers? Hey, 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 mm-mm. What you not gonna do? What you not gonna do? Try to equate this to the same feelings that you uh, that he saw when he seen George Floyd getting sh- choked out on the street, or when he saw uh, Breonna Taylor uh, situation. No, 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 no. These two your boys got shot. I'm not saying it's justified and it's okay. It's cool. I would hate for one of my brothers to be involved in this, but this is not the time to be challenging LeBron James. You fighting against the purpose. LeBron James ain't never wanted any cops to be shot, harmed in a line of duty, especially if they're doing their God-given job. Never said that, never wanted that. All he has ever said or wanted was justice for the wrongful deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. That's it. Don't, don't try to equate the two. Don't try to make this man pay. Well, match it. What the fuck I got to match it? I got kids to feed. Man, he never asked. He never asked, or he never raised money for uh, the the Taylor family or the Floyd family. He never asked anybody to give up no money for any other unjust shootings or the young man that got shot seven times and paralyzed. You never brought those things up. But the thing is, you want to use his words. You want to skew his words, right? And make him say like he's always been big on police. Uh, interaction with the community, the black community and shit like that. That's not what he's saying. At all. He's like, stop shooting niggas. Stop shooting niggas. Stop, stop shooting, shooting niggas. us. That's that's all he's saying. Like See? black people terrified. So the police uh uh involvement with the community is not your time to use him as a person to big up your campaign. They raised two hundred thousand dollars for the shooter. Right. That fucking quick. That quick. And now you want him to match it. Right. Um, somebody had time today for his ass was uh, Vanessa Bryant. Mm. She brought up all these old articles about how he allowed his deputies taking pictures of the crash sites uh, and put them out in the media. Yeah, this it's is the same sheriff. The same sheriff. If you can't, if you can't uh, protect the image of the dead, you, you can't ask a person to protect the uh, the the lives of your, your deputies. Right. The same motherfuckers who you was out taking pictures and, and, and trying to get clout and shit right. over uh, a tragedy. You want somebody else to put some money up for you. You, you get, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, man. You, you shouldn't open your fucking mouth to ask nobody. At all. And then you want to bring LeBron up because he speak about injustice. We not talking the same conversation. We not. Alex Villanova. Yeah, so. Your deputies chose to take pictures and share them of a homicide, of a, of a crash site, well, I'm not saying, of a death, of wrongful death. Your, your people chose that. And you want somebody, man, get the fuck out of here. You just mad you got all this attention on your motherfucking back. 
Mm-mm. Nope. Don't go to LeBron on this one. And you know I ain't a LeBron fan like that. But I come I come to a black man's defense any day of the week. Right. Because what you're not going to damn do is try to run this man name through the gutter like he's the one that caused this shit. Nah. Nah. Yeah, so shout out to Vanessa Bryant, man. Shout out to Vanessa Bryant, man. Salute, sister, man. I know you're going through a lot. Salute. Mm. I got one more fucked up sheriff story. I got a lot of sheriff stories. They've been fucking up a lot lately. Mm. Uh, Sheriff's deputy in California was arrested after he allegedly stole items from a home where he had previously responded to a death, according to authorities. Orange County Sheriff's Department... Orris County Sheriff's Deputy Steve Hortez, a 12-year veteran of the department, responded to a call on July 20th at a home in Yorbrough, Linda, after a man in his 70s died there, the department said uh, in the news release. Then on September 9th, an attorney for the family estate contacted the Sheriff's, Deputy, Sheriff's Department uh, saying that items were missing from the home. Surveillance video showed a man who appeared to be a deputy entering and leaving the home at least three separate occasions. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> he walked in like, ooh, that TV clean in a motherfucker. Oh, you dead? Shit, but that TV, fine. Shit, man, I need that, dog. What you gonna do with that watch over there, my nigga? You can't stay on time no more. I mean, damn. Yeah, dog, he probably, he's scared the house like, look. <laughs> they some nice shit up in there, motherfucker. I'm mad he went in there the first time with his police uniform. And then the second time they say he went the second or third time that he went and played clothes. Like, bruh. I forgot some shit. I forgot some I knew I should have got that shit that first girl. I couldn't carry the TV all in my car one time. Right. I wonder what he took though. I wonder like, what, what he was took. it worth? You they, know. Like what did you take? They couldn't tell what items was uh it was unclear whether he stole items or on that visit, and they didn't list the items that he Just stole. imagine how many times he's done that, though. You know, how <laughs> many dead people didn't have a rings on the uh, cameras and shit? He probably walked in the motherfucker. 12 years? He was that scouting houses and shit, too. Like, okay, okay. Uh, we got what we got here. Nice dead body over here. It's nice over here. Look at that. Okay, I can get that full time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Get your life together, man. And, yeah. This is my last share story. Um, all right, so uh, the NFL's back. NFL's back. Um, they have the most black starting quarterbacks ever in the history of the NFL, <laughs> except the one they should have hired back. You'd hired all these people instead of the one you should have. But okay, I'm happy to have my people get jobs though. So they had the game between uh. I forgot who they was playing. The Chiefs were playing somebody, and they locked arms in solidarity for uh, justice for um, and protest against police brutality. They didn't, you know, they didn't take the knee and shit. They just locked arms. And you racist son of a bitch still booed. Still booed. Still booed. Still fucking booed. Like, you can lock arms for everything in the world, and everybody applauded because you coming together for a cause. And these motherfuckers didn't do the shit that y'all thought was disrespectful. They didn't take a knee y'all thought was disrespectful. They, they just locked arms. And y'all niggas still booed. Still booed. It ain't about the flag no more, bro. It, it's it, not. It's about y'all inner self. Y'all got to look dig a little deeper. 
A lot deeper. They gotta dig a little deeper. The shit y'all trying to put out there that's that's disrespectful. Everything disrespectful. So lock an arm disrespectful. So next time motherfucker lock arms at the race for the cure, I need y'all to boo that motherfucker. I need y'all to boo the fuck out of it. Every time you lock arms for anything uplifting. Them towers that got knocked over. Y'all knocked them off. Y'all need to boo, boo for that, that shit. shit. Anytime y'all lock arms for 9-11, y'all need to boo that shit. I got a lot of flack for my 9-11 jokes. That was fucked up. Yeah, you know that all buildings matter uh, tweets and shit, but I, they, it was some valid points made. Yeah, very valid points, and I and once again, people lost the the tra- some things shouldn't just be joked about. What are we talking about here, though? <laughs> what are we talking about here? I don't give a fuck about us, no matter what. Only way we get your attention is to crack it. <gasps> oh, you saying something that oh, it got your attention. It got your attention, mm. and that's what's wrong with them. They all they all they they just knee jerk reactions. They're not thinking. They're not looking deeper into a problem. Cause when my forefathers fought for this flag, they no they didn't. They fought for that other flag. They ain't fighting for this American flag. Let's get that correct. And even the American flag was fucked up, so I know your ancestors didn't fight for that. Right. So shit, don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. It's something, like you said, it's seriously wrong in their own hearts. If you can't identify simple, the unjust in our society, it's a problem for me. Yeah, I think they're so caught up on what the movement is about instead of, you know, what, what the purpose is. Like, I think... In my mind, I think the majority of them who still booing, who still who still think is disrespectful, it's not because of what they're doing. It's just that y'all's doing this. Y'all doing it. Y'all I don't doing like this. it. I don't like this. I don't like this because shit. it 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 shows or it uh it presents a, a power shift, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that these blue blood Americans hate to see. I don't like uncomfortability. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. like this power shift. I don't like. You getting any type of leverage? You look like you want some rights. You know they've been they've been having the foot on our neck for years. Years. And every time that an, uh, any type of traction happens, white people have the need to tear it down. Right. All these damn Tulsa, Oklahoma examples. You know, saying Tuskegee, Riceville. These, these things happen because y'all feel black people get in position of too much power. Mm-hmm. So now the movement has legs. Y'all hate that shit. So it don't matter how we protest. It don't matter the pro the the, the method doesn't matter. No matter it's what the, the message. fuck you say, y'all trying we to don't get listen. some y'all trying to get some leverage, and we don't like that shit. Right, and it's evident. Mm-hmm. So you showing your true colors. You, we got to stop this shit. Like we trying to keep explaining shit, over explaining. Stop explaining. Just just do the shit. We ain't got to explain shit no more. Just just do the shit and just keep moving keep because it's, they're not gonna listen. Whatever way we go. You got to go vote. You got to take the power back. You got to use this collective energy that we have right now and combine forces and take your power back. The thing that they scared of is you having power. You knowing your rights. You can do this shit under their own rules. It's it's easily attainable. All we got to do is come together, y'all. Let your voice be heard, man. You sick of this shit. For real. Facts. Okay, my last story goes to uh, 
You've been keeping up with this uh, Joe Biden, Charlemagne the God beef thing. No. I, I, nah. I, I was done with uh, the whole Joe Biden news topics when they, they say he was jacking off his dog. I was like, well, that's none of my business. <laughs> I don't hear nothing else. Well, that's, that's things that happen. That's things that happen what? when you get um, when you get into a certain position. Mm-hmm. You just got to be uh, cognizant of that. Right, right. Uh, I'm going I'm to run this down real quick. Joe Budden got, got one of the biggest podcasts ever. He does. Got one of the biggest podcasts ever. He just got out his deal with Spotify. He didn't renew it. He tell them go fuck themselves. And, so. you know, they try, to, they try to get, you know, half of everything, all the, the, the publishing rights, everything he created. They didn't give him enough, you know, they didn't give him the bonus that they promised him. And if he made all his numbers, he exceeded all the numbers that they didn't give him no, no bonus. So he ain't renewed. And, you know, once the contract was over with, he, he kind of smeared him a little bit. So Charlemagne decides to go on his platform and say, you know, Joe don't, doesn't do good business. It's back when he was a rapper. He don't know how to handle business and shit. So Charlemagne is kind of talking shit about Joe. And Joe, you know, is clapping back because he a hothead. But recently, Charlemagne has uh, announced that he had a, a, a partnership with uh, iHeart, I believe, if I'm correct. And they're, uh, they're launching... Uh, a podcast network. Mm. Mm. So there's a podcast network out there and they're going to, uh, you know, bring in all these other black pod. It's a, it's a black podcast network. Okay. They're going to bring all these black podcasts in there under this network so they can promote it out like that. And they're going to uh, use the breakfast club uh, radio show and just dub it as a podcast as their flagship podcast on that thing okay and before all this was announced joe button was saying look Charlemagne, me and you're not the same i'm trying to get ownership i'm not trying to give all my uh things i work for to another person and get all the money for it it's right. like hip-hop all over again all over i'm not giving everything we're the culture why we don't get the most of the bag right what he's saying that's why he ain't want to uh sign the deal because you're trying to take all my i created this shit right and Charlamagne, you've been working for these motherfuckers all these years, and you don't own shit. Right. And that's, that's why they're going back and forth. So he announced this deal, and Charlamagne get, he, uh, got 50% of what is made, but you got all, you the creator. Right. You know, one thing that, that hit hard with me, what Joe Budden said, because he talked a lot of shit, you got to decipher what he's talking about. One thing is, once he announced that he's not resigning, uh, signing back to Spotify, and he's going to do his own thing, all this negative shit came out about always, the, always. Smear, the smear campaign. It came first. They love you, then they hate you, then they love you again. Right? Jay Z said that. The ex came out of nowhere. All these allegations about him abusing people. All right. these old uh, domestic violence shit. Right. Him jacking his dog off. All these things the are coming out now that now that I'm in a position of power. And y'all can't hold me. Now we got to tear him down. They got to. That, that, that's how it works. That's how the business works. But one thing that is profound that uh, Joe Budden said as he's trying to promote black ownership and not give up your bag to people that didn't create shit, they just want to own it, is that Charlemagne got 50% in this, in this uh, endeavor. They're going to dub your uh, radio show and make it a podcast, which means they're going to take your shit 
and put it on a podcast and you don't get a, a separate check. None. Because Same because you don't you don't own the Breakfast Club. Right. You just a voice. So we're gonna dub that and just use you twice. Damn, you was bringing idiots. That's my point. He said, so if that's the deal and you got up you got your own fucking podcast, why your own podcast not in the deal? Because exactly. he owns it. Cause you own brilliant idiots, right? They ain't gonna bring you that because now we can't control that. Now we, we can't. That's two checks, and that's what Charles, oh, that's what Joe Budden said. <laughs> we not talking the same conversation, bro. We're not. So shout out to Joe. He's a hothead, but right. the he, ground. he knows what he's talking about. Right. He's fucked up so much in his past that he sees the bullshit. Right. So uh, I salute Charlemagne for getting that check. But right. you can't shit on this man because your voice is too loud to be shitting on another black man. And why are you even in that conversation? It's, I mean, it's a topic to talk about, but you ain't got to shit on him. You ain't got to shit on him. Just, though. just let him do his thing. Right. Talking about he don't know how to do business. He, 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 he's a hothead. He don't know keep how to talking conduct about himself. Taylor. Just keep talking about that. Right. That's so your lane. If you, if you're so big on black ownership and black empowerment, this man's trying to own his shit. Empower this man. Empower. Yeah, so it's an interesting debate. I just hate it has to be the two black men that's going through it. Right. The two biggest voices in, in the, 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 the creators. You let Spotify pitch all, pitch all against each other. Exactly. That damn easy. Yeah, so man, it's the it's the small things, but right. those are bigger things, though. So it's going to be interesting. I'm going to see how Charlotte responds. I can't wait to see how this unfolds. Yeah, I just, I just hope that... Uh, they gonna try to tear Joe down because oh, he's, he's still going through. He's too big right now, yeah. and and he's a free agent. So, oh uh, yeah, it's nothing but memes. I was wondering why all the memes videos really started flooding. Like when they first started, like, all right, I'm out. He must be doing something, making a move because it's too much Joe Button slander going on right now. It's a lot of shit going on. That's what happens when you get too big. When you, they can't like, control you. Shit. I think this is me. This is this is because I sit back and think about this. Mm-hmm. I think. Jay-Z need to sign an exclusive deal with the Joe Budden podcast on title, mm. give him his, his publishing, take a small percentage, right. and allow him to flourish exclusively on title because it will bring more people to a black-owned streaming yes. site and let Joe do his thing like he need to. And for on a cool, Jay-Z owe Joe Budden because you ruined his career. Facts. So <laughs> I think ah, we, can, we, can, we can watch, ah, this, we can watch this shit at the, at the end of the day. And be done with all of this shit. Yeah, man. And you don't even like Charlamagne that much. So it's a two for one. Man, so, yeah, that's my idea. That'd be huh? great. That's dope. That's dope. I, I wish I would have looked this up. I just remembered it. But the North Carolina uh, no mask protest. Did, did you watch any of that? See any of that? No. It looks like a straight Saturday Night Live skit. But it's real life. Like, these people are actually protesting no masks. They got old people dancing in the nursing home, making TikTok videos, all mm-hmm. of this shit, protesting, no masks. Mm-hmm. Like, bruh, I got fucking serious right now. Like, I get if you don't even believe in COVID, but I'm so happy for these masks some days. Now, do you know how much people talk and spit when they talk? <laughs> oh, my God. It's beautiful. And these old people need the break. You know, the last moments of these old people gonna be them dancing to a TikTok saying no man. And I hate it for their souls. I really do. Yeah. Who wants to go out like that? It's just horrible, man. Put your mask on, people. In public, at least. Shit. All right, my last story is 
A white woman who pretended to be black resigns amid backlash. <laughs> Jessica Kenselman Crook has put in her letter of resignation with George Washington University after less than a week of confessing about her faking a black identity her entire career. Huh. BuzzFeed reports university profess, professor M. Brian Blake and Columbia College of Arts Science Dean Paul Wildbeck sent a short email to students announcing Krug's immediate resignation from the institution and offered counseling services for those emotionally impacted by the scandal. Since 2012, Krug worked at George Washington University under the synonym Jess Bumblora, teaching African history and African despair courses as an associate professor, while once respected colleagues in the department were outraged by her audacity and deceptive appropriation of Afro-Caribbean identity and issued a joint statement demanding her immediate termination from the institution. So not only did she pretend to be black, she pretended to be African and Caribbean. Make it spicy. Make it spicy. I don't know what the reason why. Like, I mean, I know you want a job. She didn't even look it. <laughs> like, it's a small pitch because I had to save uh, printer space. Mm-hmm. And the, the bills get high. But she don't even look. I mean, she look white with just black hair. I'm like, who I felt mean, it? She could be Caribbean. I could, I that that was her go-to. I'm not Rachel. I'm Caribbean. Yeah. I got some white in my blood. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. Why would you even do that or go on that that whole hunt? It don't make no sense. I I, I, I don't get the mindset. Well, it worked for that long, so I guess she made the right move. She was like, shit, I've been working for 20, this is 2012, I've been, no, longer. She's been uh, teaching for, yeah, shit, since 2012 officially. So that's long enough. She had at least eight years. She, some people that went to grad, uh, graduated, came back for grad school. Hey, professor. <laughs> All that shit. Damn. Well, another one bites the dust. Yeah, she tried it. She tried it. <laughs> that cat's right. Anyway, any other topics you good? That's all I got. All right, let's take a quick commercial break. Shot tip your bartender. We'll be right back. Econo Auto Detail is a new Central Arkansas car wash. Our technicians are passionate about improving the aesthetic appeal of your vehicle. Imperial glass, truck vacuum, wheel clean, rims, tire shine, and tri-foam with clear coat protected. We'll have your ride looking and smelling like new. So drive to impress at Econo Auto Detail. Discounts and appointments available. Reach out at 501-612-3777. Follow us at Econo Auto Detail or Econo Auto Detail. Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys, she can create it. Check her out on Facebook or IG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find on Facebook or IG. Addicted craft. You know one simple thing that people regret? 
that they should do but they don't because they say they don't have enough time or they don't have enough energy is getting chopped up, getting your dude right, getting that new swag about yourself. You need a haircut. You need to get styled properly. And you know who does that? Christopher Style, one of the best in the business. You can find him at Throwback Cuts at 102 West South Street in Bend, Arkansas. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment. Get styled right. Leave there feeling like a brand new person. I promise you, you will feel better once Chris gets you styled properly. Have a new look about yourself. Feel good about yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Treat yourself. Holler at Chris Staff, 501-533-4360. Book your appointment now. Hey, two. Yeah. Hey. It's time Back. for good movies, TV, music. Fix my life. All of that. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. I, I I call myself binge watching all my TV shows. Okay. So I'm officially caught up on damn near everything except P Valley. Okay. I will admit I didn't get a chance to get to P Valley. I ran out of time. The Burn Barrel was ex- it was awesome. Yeah. It was it was my P Valley time. I didn't get a chance to. Okay. But I'm caught up on mostly everything else. So I'm here for it. First things first, uh, let's go to, for old time's sake, let's do power first. All right, Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. Ghost 2, Ghost Jr. <laughs> What's called Ghost now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Ghost Jr., I think Ghost still alive somewhere. I don't, uh, I'm going to keep him alive like Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, Tariq moving. Got to make these moves and deals. Yeah. Doing what he got to do. You got a lot going on right now. Got a lot going on. And if only, if fucking only, he could have seen these truths about his dad before he shot him. Right. Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, what I would prefer for a book two would be uh, actually Ghost Training to read. Yeah. I could have tolerated that a lot better. Yeah. I mean, this shit here, cool. Uh, shout out Mary J. Blige. <laughs> she pimping these niggas. <laughs> shit. Um, shout out Method Man. Had that doing what he got to do as a lawyer, a respectable lawyer. Uh, I was glad Tariq was able to get his product back from Little Mama. Yeah. Oh, you going from the, from the first one? Yeah, I, okay. I, I watched first one to second one. Yeah, I, 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 had okay. to, I had to I had to binge watch, but I was behind. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. You know, he's moving. Did I'm I'm sick of Tasha ass. Yeah, Tasha stay. Tasha is the reason why we, all of this shit is the way it is. All of it. Yeah. All of this shit. Like, look, if that man tell you he don't want you no more, you ladies let him go. This is a life lesson. You will spare your kids, your your peoples, everything. A lot of heartache if you just let this man go. I think. Ghost was keeping keeping Tasha at bay from herself. Mm-hmm. Now Ghost gone, she making all these decisions, and she—I mean, I don't think she's making the right decisions. Though. Not none, not no, no right. They—they they got Tasha off three fucking times. Mm-hmm. She like, oh no, oh no, Rashiki Nim did that. She, I, I don't, you know, 
I, I'm just, I'm so. Well, she's protecting her son, though. She trying to protect her son, but she's doing it all wrong. Even the son said, which, if the son would have said this shit from last season, you know what? I'm wrong. You can tell the truth. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not scared no more. Mm-hmm. If he would have just did that, he wouldn't have had to do no jail time. Mm-hmm. He would have got off. His dad was the governor. He would have got off. Right. He's like uh, the white boy said. You you look at the look ahead, but you're not seeing above. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's what it is down to the to the nail. And now you got this white boy raising your son. Right. And I'm so mad at I'm mad at Ghost. I'm mad at Tasha. I'm mad at everybody in this motherfucker. And look, Castle is trying to give Teresa pussy. I thought the same thing. I don't give a fuck nobody saying that. By the end of this season, that motherfucker Castle gonna give Teresa pussy. I, I think the same thing. She on Tariq nuts, nuts. On his nuts. She he did nothing. Like she like, oh, but he needs a visual, bitch. Are you a counselor for real? Did you talk to him about his feelings yet? Any of that? Yeah. Has he even admitted that he really misses that? Besides that fake shit to get into the class. Yeah, she looking out for him. She want him to to succeed. He got a lot going on, right? But she it feels like a lot of she want that dick. I'm getting weird, weird vibes. And then she went a, a love addict, a sex addict, sex addict, yeah, sex addict. Yeah, I can see it happening. I, oh yeah, it's gonna happen then. Yeah, yeah, she gonna go and take that, take that, take that. Tariq gonna do what he gotta do to uh, stay in school. Yeah. So you know it's gonna happen. The baby talked. The baby finally talked. The baby talked a few times. Yeah. Tariq wants you back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yay. She, she said, had a few she words. Said, she said, mommy. Mommy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She held hands. Yeah, she progressing. She progressing slowly but surely. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that she kind of looking at the shit, though. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, she, she a sleeping beast. She a sleeping beast waiting. Um... I think uh, Mary J. Blige character gonna be a beast. That is the new Mary J. Blige character is what Tasha should have been. Yeah, I yeah. I think I think uh, she gonna get intel on uh, Tariq. Yeah, realize he a real one. Bring him in. What he's trying to do. He's right. already setting it up, just like Ghost. He's setting it up. Right. And they're gonna start working together. Yeah, one of her sons gonna die though. Oh really? <laughs> yep. I can tell it. Fuck with Tariq, somebody gonna die. Yeah. It's gonna be the son that don't like him. It's gonna be the little skinny nigga mm-hmm. that uh, when she asked him uh, to walk out the little uh, Frank, the Mexican, the snitcher, yeah. the nigga from Dexter. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be that one that uh, Tariq ended up killing. I just feel it. Like, one of them sons gonna get replaced. Yeah. And uh, Tariq gonna find a way to manipulate the situation to be the right hand man. He gonna smash the daughter. Oh, you know he's smashing the daughter. Yeah, that's coming. Yeah, that is definitely coming. Cause she feeling him. She's like, ooh, I like the vibe. Mama, my, I am proud of man for trying to give her daughter the game. Though, that's a lot better than you see a lot of black mothers and daughter interactions, especially at that age. At that age, a lot of mother and daughters are not getting along at all. Yeah, these two talk, talk, talk. I encourage y'all to talk to your daughters. For real, for real. Give them the game. Because Mary is giving her daughter the game. So, salute. Yeah. Uh, 
So I decided, you know, to go into this power season knowing I'm still fuck Tariq. Mm. But I'm going to look at it as the story of I just know Tariq's history. And I'm going to just enjoy the show for what it is. Can't change the past. You got to motherfucking move forward. Yeah, Tariq that nigga. Tariq, Tariq damn near that nigga now. No, he that nigga. He it, get, he it, ain't, get, it ain't damn near. He that nigga. I mean, if his mom keep fucking it up for him, shit, yeah. he could be at peace. But yeah, man, I like how they uh, interacted the books with Tariq's story, like the stranger and uh, the great uh, shit. Was Great Escape. The Great Escape. Yeah. I thought those were two great books to equate. To their situation on the aisle. So that's where y'all plagiarize this storyline from. But but I got it. <laughs> I got it. You know what I'm saying? And I think Tariq finally got it. Like, nigga, we've been telling you this shit for three seasons now. Yeah, he a young dude, though. Oh, my God. Fucking yeah. annoying. Yeah, let him see it. Oh, man. But it was a cost. It was a fucking cost. Shot his dad. We could have all been happy out here living wonderfully. If you were just seeing what your dad was trying to tell you. Now you're moving and acting just like your daddy. Just like him. Just like him. You even got the same likes. Why'd she end up with the little half black, half Mexican chicks? Yep. <laughs> Easy. Oh, I see why dad was on this shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so that's power. Anything else I forget? No. I, I, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it so far. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's rolling. It's rolling. Yeah, we here. We in it. Ghost Junior. Yeah, what y'all think about power? Let us know. Um, okay, let's do it. Love Crowd Country. Did yeah, you watch it? I did. I think this was probably the the only episode I've seen so far. But like, I can fuck with this. I can fuck with it. The other ones is like, what the fuck is going on? This one was like, I get it. I don't know if I'm getting uh, I'm getting used to it. Well, I think getting, you're just getting used to the the freakiness of it. No, nah, the other it, ones was just 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 way out there. This one I can fuck with. Right, it gave like, you straight to the point. Huh? This is what we're doing. This is yeah. how. This is this is the this is the the plot. Yeah. This is how we're gonna interact. You're gonna live your life as a white person. Yeah. Go. Go. I, I get that. Yeah, that was straight to the point. It was yeah. it was fucking disgusting at certain scenes. Yeah, it was like the shedding of the skin. Yeah. Wow. Disgusting. Dusk. Does she leave white people's white woman's skin everywhere around the town? Nobody questions this? Yeah. That's a lot of skin. It's nasty. That's very fucking disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and the flip of it all, and I think a lot of people hinted at it last week, but William and Christina, whatever the white bitch name is, the mm. same people. Right. So she smashed her. She <laughs> smashed so the dick worked. <laughs> so the dick work. Dick work damn good. Cause I work damn good. Because it's damn good because she still made this bitch put a maid uniform on to do some undercover work for. Mm. So that was some good white pink. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The pink meat one. Dang, it was imitation pink meat and it still one. Terrible. I know, right? It's only going to get worse. Like, shh, buckle up. <laughs> yeah. So, oh man, what you think about the whole revelation of William being Christina uh, and all of that shit? Um, 
I think it it gave uh, gave another uh, level of the metamorphosis shit. Like, mm-hmm. all right, it's cool to be for one. I knew it was a horror movie, horror show. When she woke up white, it got me nervous. Like, I was scared for. Her. Oh, I was oh, I was scared for it. Ruby. I don't like, oh, know Ruby. Who the fuck wake up white? That's some scary shit. It's scary as but fuck. Not just for a black person to see how uh, white people live, mm-hmm. but at the end show that man and female. Like you know, I can do things as a male that I right. can't do as a, as a woman all day. And you know, so that's different levels of the metamorphosis. Just the different dynamic of race and gender shit was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, I could follow this 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 transcript. Like, who who doesn't want to have a certain lo- a level of privilege, privilege when you can for a day, just for a little bit? And then when he's like, the magic wasn't for you to see how to live as a white person. It's for you to do what the fuck you want to do. You can do whatever you want to do with it. Yeah, and that's what you need to do. Right. And she did what the fuck she wanted to do. She did what the fuck she wanted to do. Uh, how did you feel about the way she treated the black employee at first and all that shit? It it just I, I think it 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 gives you she tried to bond with her and then when she I think her position she was trying to go extra hard on her right. because she know how people are looking at her right and coming from a white person it, it comes across as you being a dick facts but if it was her as her black self it'd be like dude this is what you need to do you need to step up you can't you do ain't this. taking none of these classes yeah what, what are you doing here you gotta. Uh, you gotta you gotta work twice as hard, and Dude. they look at you different. And I know because I hear them talking about you. Right. So if it comes from a black person, it's like, yo, I'm showing you what you need to do. As a white person, it's like you just being hard on this black person. Right. Yeah. So she tried it, but she, you know, she wasn't in the right skin for it. But when she saw that girl almost get raped, yeah, it said something off in the spirit. Yeah. She shared her white woman skin for one more day. When she kept back and they bumped that car to be bloody shoes. <laughs> <laughs> she went lying. There was bloody shoes. Yo, every every time she hit that nigga with that stiletto, mm-hmm. I was like, ah! I screamed for Like, ah! And I she jammed saw, that thing in there. I saw uh, Clarissa posted on Facebook. Shout, <laughs> shout out. She said, Stilettos, we get it. Yeah, Lovecraft's com- uh, Lovecraft Country drove the point home. Literally. And I was like, that's smart. That's very smart. That's, that's a smart joke. Very smart. Drove the point home. Like, he put that fucking stiletto in his ass. All in his ass. I'm like, home. yo, that's just, that's just. Ah. Oh, no. Then she shared the skin at the same time. I wanted you to know it was me. Yeah. Uh, nigga, if you didn't horrify me enough by the butt fuck rape. With a stiletto. Yeah. I got a whole white dead skin on my flow. <laughs> How do I explain this? And I'm tired of You can't. What do you do with your life? What do you go after that? What do you, what do, you do? Take a shower. What do you do? You, you need to go to the hospital. Just walk it off. She died. Not the way she jammed that motherfucking stiletto in there. This is organs disturbed. Oh, Lord, Jesus. Yeah, he gonna cry in the corner a couple of nights. Yeah, he fucked off. And apparently in 19, what, what year is this city? Mm-hmm. 
57, let's just say 57. 1957, lube wasn't a thing. Because the way Omar just butt that nigga was just, oh my God. I had to, I was so happy for a bathroom break. And it was just like out of hand. That nigga's still loogie in this motherfucking head. I was like, ah, that's just, that made a horror movie all over again. It like, a, ah. It was a lot. Oh, my God. Ugh. Look. Ugh. Maybe he didn't have none on hand. <laughs> Apparently he had something on hand. Yeah. <laughs> I like what you did there. Yeah. yeah, it was, oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. Ooh. Yeah, love crowd country, man. It's a great show. Plots twist. So let's go back a little bit in Lovecraft, though. Oh, another note because I had to mention that loud, that loogie. But uh, Tick with his dad, he beat the shit out yeah. of that motherfucker. He man. instantly knew this motherfucker killed that bitch. Yeah, instantly. Yeah, white blood on hands. Man, fuck this nigga. He started. Where them niggas come from so quick? They lived in the um the boarding house. This nigga's got in that room. Oh, it sounds like somebody fight over there. Let me go and help that out. <laughs> Let me go break that shit up. He beat the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. He he put them hands on him. And he earned all of them hands. He knew it, too. All of them hands. He earned all of them hands. He knew somebody said, you know what? Well, I might as well come on out this closet. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga beat the gay out of me. You know, ass whoop will bring the truth out you. Ass whoop will bring the truth out of you. Yeah. He had no reason to cut that bitch throat. And he kind of thought, cause he's like, the truth can't get out. Later took pictures. What did you killing this bitch for? He trying, apparently trying to hide some shit. So. Man, here's the thing. Like, it in it, if you find yourself in any horror situation, mm. it's best with your immediate people. Just go and tell them everything you know. Well, I think it's gonna come back on him though. It's, it is gonna. It already has. Got yeah. that ass woman. Yeah, so you already know. It's, it's, it's either going to come back on him or it's going uh, to enda- endanger his son. So. Right. You done killed this boy dead, his real dead. Mm. You know, <laughs> shit. It's, it's fucking. Come on. Come on, man. I, I'm a, I get so t- sick of TV shows when it's that one character that knows all the truth and won't say shit. Like, I'm doing this to protect you. Right. You're not. Prote- you're literally doing the opposite of protecting me right now. Tell me the goddamn truth. What am I dealing with? Fuck. Help me help you. You don't have to carry this burden alone. Yeah. Fuck. For fuck's sake. Annoying as fuck, man. Let's get this shit over with. And what else did I miss? Anything else? No, not that I can think of. Okay. Okay, shit. I got one more show. The Boys is back on Amazon. Yeah. Yo, The Boys, I've never watched it. It's like a dark comedy slash drama. And anybody can die at any point in time. And it's got superheroes. X-Men, X-Men, X-Men for the Bartholomews in the room. (laughs) I mean, the shit go hard. The the Boys that have you having nightmares worse than Lovecraft Country. Cause I I said he tried to take a nap. I had three nightmares during mm. my nap. I'm like, you know, what? fuck this nap. Let me get on up. Yeah. Cause this is not working for me. I gotta watch some comedy before I go to bed. Cause this bullshit. Yeah. And the boys is crazy. You, do you watch it? Yeah, I watch it. I'm on it. Uh, which episode you on? 
I watched the first three. I ain't watch it. I, if they posted another one, yeah, they I just posted four uh, Friday. I didn't watch that one. Okay, all right. So we up to the point where uh, they didn't uh, went and hide in the apartment complex. Did you see that part? They did what? The apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they, what? They crashed the boat into the uh, well. Yeah, I saw the boat into the well. Yeah, and then you. they was running through the tunnels. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. The, the apartment complex that went up in there went to sleep. My probably went to sleep. I think then. you went to sleep there because I know you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know you. Went enough action happening right then. Yeah, so you went to sleep. Okay, we not gonna go there. Go there. I don't care. I'm gonna watch it. Okay, bet. So no, it's a it's like a plot. I'm gonna tell it. Okay. okay. So, come to find out, this bitch don't give a fuck like a homeland. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. She went through and fucked everything she up. She fucked yeah. everybody up. Everybody up. Black, white, I'll give a fuck you in my way. I'm killing you. Yeah. And then she broke the nigga neck said, you yellow motherfucker. Clack. And then she wanted Homeland. Homeland wanted it. Right. He told He told her. I told you I wanted this, this shit. Me. Snooze, lose. Yeah. So in the fourth episode, they get into why this bitch is this way. Okay. And man, it's gonna rock your world. Damn. It's gonna rock your world. You be like, ain't this a bitch? I don't like her from the jump though, so I know. Didn't I like her from the beginning. Yeah. And then you gonna further realize, you know what? I knew I ain't like this bitch. Yeah. I ain't like this bitch to begin with. So, like, the fourth episode begins with them on a mission to uh, meet this, uh, meet uh, my girl from the different world. Uh, what was her name, a different world? Fuck. Daddy Sinbad. Jaleesa. Jaleesa. Mm-hmm. They meet Jaleesa from a different world. Okay. Down in Liberty City. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, Jaleesa got a story to tell them. Okay. And then it goes from there. And it's just crazy and shit. And it's about their road trip to go visit Jaleesa. And, man, the shit crazy. The, the, the shit that was revealed was like, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I'm here for the boys, man. I'm here for the boys. Oh, All day. Yeah. I wish they dropped the whole season could play with me. So I like that. Be- like this, the the first episode when they when the chick tried bringing a, a new uh, superhero for the, oh, for the team. He clapped that nigga in. <laughs> he was a, he was the blind assassin or some yeah. shit like that. He was like, okay, so now what 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 can he do now? He can't he can't do now. He can't hear. Yeah, gonna bring me another cripple. Yeah, <laughs> God damn, yo, homeletter don't give a fuck. Nah, but homeletter threw his son off the roof. Right, <laughs> like, some funny shit. You got it. Oh shit! It doesn't look a lady hard as fuck too. I'm like, oh, that's broke. He was like, I told you, I told you. Yeah, he was a proud dad. He was so proud. Yeah, <laughs> little motherfuckers thought I beat y'all ass, turn red, and some bullshit. Leave my mama alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so man, yo, the boys go hard, man. If y'all ain't watching it, check it out. It's like one of my favorite new shows. And uh, as far as anime world go, Black Clover is still running uh, fillers. Uh, One Piece is going hard as fuck. We in the way no saga. And uh, that's about all my main anime I watch. The rest of them just obscure. Y'all just, it'd be a waste of time. But holler at me on the DMs if you need some anime to watch. I got some good shit for you. Oh, God of High School. 
If you haven't checked God of High School out, check it out. It's a good anime to watch. And I think that's all my TV shows. For sure. Yeah. All right, so our music news. Music um, news. I listened to uh, Young Boy Never Broke Again, Young NBA. He dropped an album called Top. Um, I, w- I really wasn't here for it. I mm-hmm. tried it. It was just like, you know, it's the new nigga shit. <laughs> um, I listened to his last one. I, I really enjoyed it, though. Um, but this one, he's he's full-fledged new nigga. Um, so I ain't get through the whole thing. I don't think I'm going to revisit it either. Uh, but he dropped one. I listened to it, okay. some of it. Uh, B.O.B., he back out. B.O.B.? Yeah, he dropped an album called Somnia. Um, it's different. He's always been a different nigga. He's always been weird. You know, the earth is flat ass dude. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he has a couple tracks in there that I can vibe with. Okay. Some of the shit should be way far left. I'd be like, I don't know what you're doing with this one. But um, it's not even a rider music. It's not even a, a think piece. It's just like, yo, it's, I just got to figure out what you're doing with this one. <laughs> but some tracks on there just be, it'd it, it, it be like, oh, yeah, he, he he back like where he was. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. Um, it's all right. <laughs> I listen to, I finally listen to the rest of, uh, Big Sean, Detroit 2 album. I listened to it. Um, like I told you, the, you know, I'm not the biggest Big Sean fan. The first part of it wasn't, you know, mind-blowing. He's just rappy-rappy. Right. Well, what? the second half of the album is where well, all the heat is at. See, here's the thing. When I first played it, I was riding the car, and that mm-hmm. first track was slapping for me. And yeah. So it got me through the second and third track, not even realizing that I made it to my destination. Yeah. Uh, I was here for it. I gotta keep I gotta listen to the end. I was here for it so far. So far I'm in I'm in there. Yeah, the second part he got some heat. Mm. I'm talking about he got features on that motherfucker. Like he he he's competing on the track with motherfucker. He got a track with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne spit his ass off on that track. Right. He got uh he got a uh a, a verse with uh Wale spazzed out on the on the track. Wale usually spazzed um, out. Yeah, so the way. second half of the album is where where all the fucking the bangers at. Right. Uh, the first half for me, it wasn't like it was bad. It was just like okay, Big Sean rappy rappy right now. Yeah. But it, I, it's a decent project. Um, he should have brought some of them them later tracks early in the shit so people can get mix you know, that bitch up engaged. Right. Uh, but later in the album, around nine to ten, he really get the going. So okay. it's a decent project though. Um. I think that's all things I listen to. Um, Patty LaBelle versus you watch it? I did. You I did? watched. I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, I got Biz Lovecraft came on. Okay. And I even went back and rewatched it. I was gonna rewatch it in the background uh, while I was cooking something. Mm-hmm. Still, I took the time to watch it yet, but I watched most of it. Okay. And the memes are going hard. All right. I ain't watch it. Um. So here's the thing. It was like. Yo, mama and auntie chilling for Sunday dinner and they talking they shit. I watched the first maybe 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. And that was the best part for me. Yeah. I might chimed in here and there. She would have had. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, I'm not the biggest fan of them. I right. like I love from what they did for the culture. I know they're they're legends in their in their field. I just can't be like, oh, that's my jam. Right. But when I hear it, I'm like, I know, okay, that's that song. Right. I appreciate that. So I wasn't here for like for the music part of it. 
But when I, I just want to see the interaction. I want to see how these greats interact together. It's like, you know, when your mom be on the phone, bro. Like they right. ca- they catching up. They catching up. They catching up. They ain't seen each other in a while. They ain't seen each other. And they talking like friends. And you got to remember, this has been COVID. So where they would normally talk and see each other, they haven't. Yeah. And I appreciate this shit, man. They was talking about, you know, I talked to so-and-so. You mean so-and-so? Oh, yeah. yeah. I ain't seen him in so- they, yeah. they was friends talking. Hey, you know so-and-so did. Get out of here. Boy, it wasn't even no verses. It's like, no, y'all going to wait. We're going to get wait. this out the way. We got to talk. Yeah. I ain't seen my sister in a minute. Yeah. So and we got a lot to catch up on. I'm. The, the biggest thing for the verses for me is like how they interact with each other. I love the internet. Some people interact better better than others. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch the Brandy Monica, but apparently the interaction was kind of, you know, different. Yeah, they brought that up. Like, Patty quit, uh, Gladys brought it up. I saw that part. Yeah, was like, y'all worked that <laughs> y'all out. Y'all worked it out. I like that Queen spoke. Queen spoke. Yeah. It's done. Because they can sell it. They can tell and see. Y'all worked that shit out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That don't make but no the sense. The first part was like amazing to me, man. It's like, yeah, they they was just sitting there. Free game. We got we got five hundred thousand people looking at us right now, but y'all gonna have to wait because I got to catch up with my friend. Right. And that was the first ten minutes before yeah. they even start. Yeah, it was already up to four hundred thousand people. Yeah, just waiting for them to come out. And they just chilling, chilling, <laughs> it with her mirror and fan. Shit, just, having a good time. Them aunties kicked it. Yeah, they had a good time. I was here for that shit. Yeah, free game. Yo, hey, I loved it. Uh, we need more. Like, I need more interactions like that. Yeah. Get that ego out of. We know all y'all got hits. We know y'all hit makers. That's why we got you here. Like they said, just give us this free concert while we stuck in this house. Shit, thank <laughs> you. I know. uh Swiss Beats caught a lot of flack because he, uh, there was him and Timberland was discussing who can they put a versus against Missy, and Timberland said let's put Janet Jackson. Yeah, and Swiss is like, no, nah, that's not a good fit. You know, Missy could be multiple people. Janet just gonna be Janet, and a lot of people was like, oh, how you gonna diss Janet Jackson like that? And when when he was saying, he came back. He's like, look, I said what I said, like. Janet is amazing. She's an icon. She does, she she's great in her own uh her own stance, but right. it's not gonna be a good fit for Missy. Right. And which is, I don't think it would be. It would not be. I mean the personalities is different, like mm. the whole music different, like the, yeah. the, the the versatility is different. So you know, I thought who should battle Janet? Who? Beyonce. Janet and Beyonce, that'd Janet, be dope. Janet and Beyonce, I give that. That'd be dope. They got the catalogs of each other. Yeah, they complement each other. You yeah. know, they got enough songs like that. But Missy, like somebody, I think it was you who said, like Missy could go against Buster. Yeah, like Missy has a catalog, catalog, and not to mention, and she even posted about that on her Twitter page. Mm-hmm. She was like, uh, everybody's like, you should battle so and so. She's like. Uh, I think the, uh, one of the fans said, you should battle Missy versus Mr. Mina. Mm. She was like, that's the battle I need. I can get behind that. That's dope. I was like, that is dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She, two yeah, she can battle herself. She can battle herself. Like, I don't think people really understand how deep Missy Elliott's catalog is. Mm-hmm. Like, she she's so shy like that. And the, the reason why Timberland probably said it, because Missy's very shy about her acclimates and what she does. 
just like Janet is. So the interaction would probably be the same as far as right. They're edit. very hard. Yeah, yeah. Like they could do it, but in their personal life, they're extremely shy. And if and if Timberland says it, he knows Missy. He knows it. You know, so he could probably like Missy and Janet will buy very well together. Very well for verses. Right. I think the music part of it, I don't think it. it you gonna you gonna hurt Missy's side because she got hype, hype, hype tracks. Yeah, and uh, Jenny got some good dance song tracks, but they all like cool, you know what I'm saying? Smooth bangers. Yeah, I think Switch thinking more of the music. I think Tim thinking more of the interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I don't think it's a knock on Janet. I think at it's just all. Like, I don't you think know. it ever would be like that. Nah, yeah. I don't think Swiss would do that. Right. Yeah, but mm. yeah, I think a Janet and Bill say might work, but they ain't gonna do it. <laughs> but it'd be nice. But yeah, so I had a good time listening to those two, though. I mean, uh, Gladys and Patty gave us game. They entertained. And at 70 plus years old, them ladies can still sing. I told my I told my family, yo, this verse is coming up. You know, the elders of the family, I know y'all going to appreciate this. They need me to set it up for you. Let me know. Yeah. I gave them all the instructions and shit. My mama call, called me like five times. Look, why does she keep cutting off on me? <laughs> why does it keep going every to uh, my five spot? <laughs> why does she keep cutting off? Why is it not working? You got I, you got to rebuff it. I was like, I was like, what you mean keep cutting off? Like, I keep, I'm watching it keep cutting off on Facebook. I said, woman, I told you to go to Instagram. Why are you on Facebook? You did say Instagram, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who clips you watching. Yeah, what are you watching? What you watching, man? You watching some old ass clips. So she was like, such with Instagram. I told her to go to verses. She's like, yo, it's much better. I don't know what I was watching. I don't know what she was watching. Somebody, somebody live the live. Throwback clips. It was, a, it was Martin and Gina. Somebody live the live. Yeah, it was Gina and Pam up there doing uh, <laughs> singing this shit. She was like, this is much better. <laughs> they had a whole conversation in the family chat. I was like, y'all, I'm gonna mute y'all. Yeah, they had a ball in that bitch, right? I'm throwing back some good song. Yeah, they yeah, really did. They had a good time. Yeah, that's what you wanted. I wanted to set. I asked my parents they want me to set them up. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Patty gonna sing around. It's alright. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. You know, my mom computer savvy, so it ain't nothing for her. To, I'll just put it up on YouTube later. Your daddy ain't gonna watch that shit. Right, <laughs> I was like, "That's real, that's real." What throwback albums you listen to? Uh, I did not. I ain't listen to a throwback. I'm still, I still bump that Drake on a cool. Um, I got a few. Uh, I did listen to Wale's uh album about nothing. Uh, it's still a a, a banger, and that Drake, Drake still stay in rotation. Uh. Dark Lane demo. Yeah. But nothing like throwback, throwback. Okay. I listened to that uh, Outcast of Cormini. I listened to that too. That shit was a banger. Yeah. I listened to the Carters. Uh, Everything is love or whatever, but I listened to the Chopped and Screwed version. Why? You know, Houston, you know, that Chopped and Screwed is still in my blood. Okay. And uh, they got a, like two, three tracks that I like Chopped and Screwed on that bitch. Yeah. Of course, I listened to that Mary J. Blige's My Life album. That's a go ahead. 
But since we was talking about missing out, the conversation came up about her. I had to go back and listen to that Super Duper Fly album. Okay. That shit was the bank. Uh, I listened to that Master P Ghetto D. Mm-hmm. And lastly, but not least, Lil Wayne No Ceiling since it got brought back, uh, remastered and shit. I had to go ahead and just listen to the whole motherfucker again on the car ride. That's a lot of throwbacks you did there, sir. I know. That's I probably was, the most music you ever listened to. I know. Life. I was driving a lot this weekend. I, I okay. got to change my habits up. I've been driving too much lately. I'm proud of you, man. I know, right? <laughs> Listen to some music. I did. You know, I got my life together. Yeah. Fuck the radio. I, I haven't listened to the radio in so long. Yo, I get mad when my uh, Bluetooth don't connect to the, my, uh, the car quick enough. Mm. I'm like, you going to make me listen to this shit? Damn. Shout out, shout out my radio DJs though. I, you know, I enjoy y'all shows though. My phone don't even connect. If if I get in my car, my phone, my car is quiet till my phone connect. I don't have my radio, <laughs> my radio station is not even a preset. Like I don't. If my radio cut on, I don't know what the fuck is on. <laughs> yeah, I ain't listened to the radio in forever. Do you have to plug yours in or is it Bluetooth? It's Bluetooth. So you just sit there waiting for that bitch to connect. I don't drive it off to the motherfucker connect. That's your warm up time. Yeah. <laughs> my car just warming up. Yeah, as soon as the motherfucker start playing. It's time to go. <laughs> this my shit. You right sit here. in silence. Let's get. <laughs> Heck yeah. Any other music? No, that's it, man. Alright. Alright. <clears throat> Alright. <laughs> well, you know what it is. It's time for Fix My Life. Hey. Dear Power Lunch Hour, hey. I'm considered an essential employee during this pandemic. I'm writing on behalf of myself and all retail workers. First, let me say that if my pleasure to serve on the front, it is my pleasure to serve on the front line. We are all a little apprehensive, but we feel we are called to help. Our problem, a lot of shoppers coming into our stores are extremely rude to us. They are angry when we when they encounter longer lines and waiting times. One customer actually spit on a plexiglass shield we put up to protect our cashiers. They also bring small children and babies in with them to shop. We have been cursed at, yelled at, for reasons beyond our control. Please let the public know we are trying our best to serve them, even though a lot of us are afraid for our health and the health of our families. My daughter is a nurse, and she has experienced some of the same things. Signed, in this together. Man, uh, I appreciate that letter. Uh, those are all facts. All fucking facts. All fucking facts. It's like you It's like you ask the motherfucker to shoot that only grandchild if you ask them to put a mask on. Like, I, bruh. I, I just think that. People are overworked, mm-hmm. underpaid, Facts. and have to deal with the public who don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. And I think that, you know, it's, it's hard to ask a person to put their best foot forward when you know the effort is not appreciated. Right. Like, you know, these things have to happen for the world to revolve. Motherfuckers on the front line of interacting with the public where the public is carrying a, a fucking disease that can fuck with you up permanently. Right. permanently. But at the same time, I got to deal with you being a dick to me 
because you ain't got a certain brand that you appreciate. Right. But just appreciate it. I'm here to, to, to help you. To help you out. Yeah, so I don't I don't think that the public really understands the pressure that's upon people that's that have to be there. Right. Uh I'm addicted to people that don't wear a mask. If it's retail, if it's uh if it's the medical, if it's uh anything that you have to fuck with, I don't right. think you understand like these motherfuckers coming here to, to help you out in a pandemic. In the middle of a pandemic. One, because they got to provide for their family. They got to work. They got to work. They got to work. Two, hell, you need these services. Why are you being a dick to the people that's here to serve you? Right. I, I don't get it. And and the, the, the way people react to certain things that's so minute, like you don't understand that you acting a dumbass over some of the smallest shit in the right. world. Like, if we don't have it, just go to something else. Go to something else. Get a generic version. It's not the end of the world. Like, the world is going to end. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? So, I appreciate the letter because uh, a lot of people deal with dickheads during this pandemic because they feel like they owe shit. Facts. This ain't the old world. This is a whole new world. Whole like, new world. Dude, I don't have to, I don't have to cater to you. I just have to get you out the fuck up out of here. I get to go. And I ain't got to do that. I can call someone for it. Yeah, so we can make this go the easy way or the hard way. It was all it was all uh love and appreciation for frontline and sister workers when it first happened. Right. Now motherfuckers so comfortable in it they think that, you know, it's back to normal. It's not back to normal. You because know they got that, that 30, motherfucker's still bugging. They got that thirty second attention span. Yeah. It's not on their mind no more, so like they don't give a fuck. The shit didn't change. Motherfucking numbers still going up. Motherfuckers still scared to go out in public. Record breaking numbers. Right. So and and they have to still be here. Have to during this. So right. have some type of understanding, some some decorum to yourself because mm-hmm. motherfuckers on their breaking point. Like at any point in time you can get these hands. And they will unleash on your ass. <laughs> and I'm ready and for it. And it's well deserved because well. it's been, it's, you think the shit's over. It's been hell since motherfucking March. March. Actually, February. So, yeah, it, it, ain't nothing changed. They're not talking about it like they used to. Right. Right. So. It's not 24 hour news cycle. They ain't got nothing else to talk about. Now they're trying to move on. Yeah. Talking about other people's babies are getting born. But at the end of the day, this shit is still frontline. It still matters. And like, just, Take take a beat. Think about how you would be if you were behind that counter. Like, how would you how would you feel if somebody came up with you with that energy? Right. Because y'all usually bring things with you when you come interact with someone. And you just be like an asshole for no reason. Like, and I'm an extra dick to people with no mask. No. I even told one motherfucker, I was like, hey, check it. You ain't got no mask on, right? How would you feel I was a complete asshole with you in refuse service right now? Right. You can steal all this shit. I don't give a fuck. It don't all mean nothing shit, but you'd leave here a uh, thief. And you, you know, how would you feel about that? He's like, I ain't think. I'm sorry, man. I I was rushing. I, I was moving. I ain't think about it. I said, well, think, man. You got to take a long ass walk. You see all these signs as you approaching this door that says mass required. Right. <laughs> you know, you walked in this bitch knowing mass was required. Like, just think about somebody else for you besides yourself for a change. It's, we we are a selfish society, and I'm gonna say we 
as in whole, because we all do some selfish things. But as a whole, I think we know who the selfish part is. I mean, come on, man. Take yourself outside the box for a change. You know, these people working their ass off, like you said, overworked and underpaid, man. Right. That little extra dollar on that salary was not just the clutch all. You know what I'm saying? You put five on their checks, then they okay. I'm having to be at work slinging this shit. Right. Nah, you gave these motherfuckers a dollar and told them to be happy. Get the fuck out of here, man. Come on. Be respectful. I appreciate that letter. Thank you. For sure. Thank you. Uh, quick commercial break. Show. Shot to me. Bye, If you want to write in to fix my life, or I got time today, cuz it's power lunch hour at gmail.com. All right, we'll be right back. Econo Auto Detail is a new Central Arkansas car wash. Our technicians are passionate about improving the aesthetic appeal of your vehicle. Imperial glass, truck vacuum, wheel clean, rims, tire shine, and tri-foam with clear coat protected. We'll have your ride looking and smelling like new. So drive to impress at Econo Auto Detail. Discounts and appointments available. Reach out at 501-612-3777. Follow us at Econo Auto Detail or Econo Auto Detail. Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys, she can create it. Check her out on Facebook or IG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find her on Facebook or IG. Addicted craft. You know one simple thing that people regret that they should do but they don't because they say they don't have enough time or they don't have enough energy? It's getting chopped up, getting your dude right, getting that new swag about yourself. You need a haircut. You need to get styled properly. And you know who does that? Christopher Style, one of the best in the business. You can find them at Throwback Cuts at 102 West South Street in Benton, Arkansas. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment. Get styled right. Leave there feeling like a brand new person. I promise you, you will feel better once Chris gets you styled properly. Have a new look about yourself. Feel good about yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Treat yourself. Holler at Chris Staff. 501-533-4360. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment now. I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. You know what it is. Act Sir, three. get off your motherfucking chest. Purge that shit. You gotta let it go. Man, breathe. Man. Breathe. Help you sleep like a baby. Breathe easy. Yes, sir. You need that. Especially this time of day. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? All right, so last week I was uh, in my office. Uh, my office sits behind the receptionist desk. So I'm privy to a lot of conversations that go in and out of the door. This one particular conversation pissed me off so bad, but... What pissed me off was I didn't hear it clearly the first time. Mm-hmm. It took my lunch break to process what was said. So um, 
Apparently, one of the employees had previously broke a copper machine by trying to print out too much shit or whatever. I don't know what the case was. And so, um, when I heard the conversation and got clarity on it, I know exactly what this bitch said. So, she walked in the office and was like, hey, what you doing? You tear up another uh, copper machine? She was like, yeah, printing Black Lives Matter posters. Mm. Really? Y'all, y'all act like I'm 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 not an office over. Y'all acting like shit sweet. I had to make a conscious decision of do I get up and say something or do I just stay here and mind my motherfucking business? Mm-hmm. This is the middle of COVID. I stayed to mind my motherfucking business. Because, you know, we just had a new infection in the building. I ain't trying to go. I, I'm not. It's not. It wasn't my fight this time. But I was irate. I was really upset about the situation. And I was more upset because it was one of those, you too? Mm-hmm. You a racist too? <laughs> Where that shit come from? Has it been here all this time and I missed the subtle clues? What the fuck? And what the fuck made you think the joke was cool? I think what hit home with me most was uh, I just had watched the Dave Chappelle uh, uh, skit uh, excerpts earlier of why he quit the Dave Chappelle show. He said he cracked the blackface joke, and the way the white dude laughed in the room, he said, I quit that day. I know what that laugh sounded like. That's a very discouraging laugh. It really touched you down to your core of, man, fuck this shit over here. Right. And I think what pisses me off the most is I'm so fucking sick and tired of working in a building or working in an environment where it's always one black to 25 to 50 people. We're always the minority, like, even in the professional setting. Like, come on. I know it's more skilled people out here. Why are y'all not hiring more diversity in the motherfucking workplace. Why are we still dealing with these old rednecks and they ideas? Right. The shit don't make sense. And with that, I encourage everybody, if you get in a position where you can reach back and pull one forward, please do. Please do it. Because until we do, guess what? It's not going to change. Right. We're going to have to keep dealing with this bullshit. This racist bullshit and and being in the position that we're in, we can't always act and be our natural selves when it comes to the shit. Like, I can't just get up and go cuss this motherfucker. What's that smart shit you said? <laughs> I dare your bitch ass say it again. Right. I can't be that person. Now, mind you, if it would have been after power lunch and I heard that shit, it would have went down. But God knew to place that shit at 10 in the morning. Right before my lunch break. Uh, I I want us to be more accountable of the power we hold in positions of power. Please, reach back, grab one. We got to even out these work spots because until then, man, it, nothing's going to change. We're still going to be disenfranchised at work just as we are at home. It's just like you going to a place just to hold by your motherfucking time. And that's not fair to no motherfucking body. Right. At all. At fucking all.
It's fucking disgusting, actually, at the end of the day. And I'm tired of just, just tired of over here racist shit. And it's a shame that it happened, especially at my job. And that's my I got time for that, cuz. My feet, bro. Well, I got time today, cuz. He got time today, cuz. My time today goes to uh, the restaurant Saltgrass. Mm. And if y'all are not aware, uh, a couple of months ago, there was a black couple inside Saltgrass trying to live their best life. And they got into a brawl inside of the restaurant. Right. The brawl happened because... Uh, this group of you know thugs from Louisiana came in and wanted to sit at the bar where it was social distancing, right. and they didn't want to abide by the rules. Like, yo, we're gonna sit here regardless. They asked the patrons at the bar already, is it okay if they break the uh the guidelines about distancing? Right. And sit here. They're like, no, we good on that. Y'all can't sit here. You can't. It's closer than six feet. You can't sit here. And we just opened back up. And they the got world. offended because they told them they can't sit there. So the conversation went back and forth. Uh, words were said. There's a lot of disrespect going around. And the fight ensued. The lawsuit is because the management at Saltgrass allowed this shit to happen. You could have stopped this when they said, you asked them, is it okay for them to sit there? Right. And their response was, no, I don't feel comfortable y'all sitting this close to us. And they got up the 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 customers got upset, right? And, and they started disrespecting them. Yeah, and you should have shut that shit down. From, like, anyway, it shouldn't even been an option of saying, "Do you mind if they violate it?" No, it's a no all around the board. And then if you give me the option and I tell you my response, and you allow them to verbally assault me and physically assault me, mm-hmm. it's on you because you could have dead this shit at first. Like, no, you can't sit here. I asked them, they said, no, you can't sit here. But it, it, it escalated to a point where a brawl happened. So they got a lawsuit against them because they there was negligent in diffusing the situation, Thanks. allowed them to continue to uh, uh, be disrespectful to the a paying customer because they ain't paid shit yet. They ain't paid shit. You allowed them to be disrespectful to your customer, and a fight ensued. So I'm happy for the lawsuit because Very much so. um, y'all – Watching the video, that shit went on way too long. Way too long. And there was no involvement for whoever. Nobody was came the over and said, no, we're good. Because once again, nobody protect black people or black women, especially. Yeah, it was it was uh evident that nobody was controlling the situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad the lawsuit happened. And then they won't respond like uh Luby's who owns the part uh who's the parent company of this uh business is like we don't represent this, but they are not in fault for what happened in the in the restaurant. That's the fuck they are. It's you your are. restaurant. Like it's you, literally your your name is literally on the motherfucker. You have a customer in there being assaulted by other customers and you do nothing to stop it. There was no you allowed them to bully this situation and they fucked your restaurant up and it is all on you. So Fuck you for saying that you had no involvement because you do. You got people there to uh, de-escalate this shit or or enforce the rules. Mm-hmm. 
Don't you can't sit here. That's why. He, that's it's why. It's a no. That's why shows are blocked off because you can't sit here. It's a no for me though. So they they want their privilege to allow them to do what they want to do, and they couldn't thug. stand the fact that a black person told them that you can't do some shit. Pure thug, and that's what happened. Pure thug. So yeah, fuck you. Hope hope you lose everything. I hope you lose a lot of money. I hope they me. get everything they ask for. Right. Plus yeah. some. Plus, so uh, that's my time they could. I mean, we never, we never are protected. We never are given the benefit of the doubt. It's always with the bad guys. They literally watch, sat there and watched them people get picked on and harassed. Right. They trying to open up to make some more money. Right. That's all that was. That's that bullshit. I hope y'all have to pay for all of that shit. Oh God. Oh God. Let's talk about it. Yo, so what I want to talk about, mm-hmm. and I don't want to talk about the situation. I just want to talk about what comes from it. Okay. All right, real quick. So Carter being offset uh, are getting divorced. Mm. And a lot of things have come up since this has been announced. Okay. Um, a lot of people have been making jokes towards Cardi B because, you know, she filed for divorce. And, you know, it's social media. Niggas come up can crack jokes. Well, a, a few people on my timeline were saying is that y'all mad at Cardi B because she filed for divorce. Y'all hate women. Yeah. Or y'all, this shows how much y'all hate women because y'all going hard on Cardi B. We're not going hard on Cardi B because we don't like women. Mm-hmm. We hate women. We're going hard on Cardi B because it's a topic. Right. It's just something that happens. Niggas crack jokes. Right. Me particularly, I don't do that shit. But you can't coordinate that people talking shit about the divorce is that they hate women. Right. Stop that shit. Stop it. What I want to talk about is everybody was so big on Cardi B saying she don't cook, she don't clean, she got the ring. Yeah. And she got the WAP. Right. And people saying, well, obviously the WAP does not keep a man. The WAP did not, did not keep her man where he need to be. My comment to y'all is, some of y'all need WAP com, uh, confirmation. Thanks. Everybody does not have WAP. Do not. You can you can self-proclaim the WAP all you want to. All day. But nobody's co-signing this shit. Nobody. If nobody co-signed the WAP, it might not be WAP. If I don't see a nigga hiding your bitches, you don't got no WAP. It might not be WAP. You can't... Let a man walk around talking about some big dick shit. Right. And as soon as he posted or say it, there's some hating ass chick saying, what, 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 hold on, little fella. Hold on, little buddy. Yeah, yeah. It ain't a big dick. It ain't a big dick. Nobody's coming out here denouncing chicks wops. Nobody. Nobody's denouncing chicks wops. None of my, hey. As soon as a man say anything that has to do with a big penis, there's somebody in the corner like, I got receipts. I got receipts. Hold on. It was cold that day. <laughs> it's not true. It's not It's not that what it right. is. So, y'all need WAP confirmations before y'all go ahead talking all this shit. All this shit. Because, obviously, she put a whole track out about the WAP, and right. the WAP didn't keep a nigga. Nah. It might not have been a WAP. Might not have been a WAP. It might have been a little Sahara Desert or something like that. Who knows? It might have been a WAP. It might have been him giving, tasting more WAPs. Or chasing more wops. He might have been chasing more wops. Maybe the wop was that dope. It might be more wop out there. There might have been more wop. All I'm saying is you can't you can't self proclaim the wop if nobody co signed the wop. We need about three 
Cosigns. I don't need wop. three. I just need one nigga say that's whoppish. That shit's whoppish. You know what I'm saying? I need a shit drown me. I need a I need a coochie cosigner. <laughs> Somebody be like, she ain't lying. She ain't lying. But nobody's out here denouncing the wop because you'd be like, look, I was hitting it. It's right. fine. As soon as a nigga said some shit about it being a big dick, they be like, Oh, they come out. Hold the up, works. fella. Oh, hold on, little hold fella. On. Hold on, little buddy. Hold on. I mean, that brings up a great point. I I feel that as much as women think men denounce or quote unquote hate women on social media, I see more women shitting on men, period, on social media. And I know y'all know some good niggas in y'all lives. But you choose to keep the stereotype that niggas ain't shit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All the time. And it's like, uh, hey. Some men can't control their penis size. What no, about all men can't control their penis size? You know well, you know, I got surgeries. You know, okay, you got well, enough money for what you can do. I'm not trying to do all that. You know, but none of us, no most normal people, can do that. Yeah, you know, but you ain't never taught us about that uh, cave that you call a pussy. I mean, you know, hey, we just happy to be there. It's a lot of man, unjustified man bashing that goes on on social media, straight up. Well, now, I'm, okay, so the the man bashing shit is a trend. It's I'm a trend. I'm not mad at that. That's right. It's just like it's like shit that 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 happens because it's like clickbait. I'm not mad at the 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 the, the right. man bashing because niggas deserve it. A lot of men do. deserve it, and a lot of people that's bashing. It's just like a chick that talks freaky on the internet is yeah. not really freaky in real life. It's yeah. just something to get out. A motherfucker that talks bad about dudes got a whole relationship. They married over here and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just something that's clickbait. I yeah. don't care about that shit. All I know is that when motherfuckers talk about this WAP out there, there's no guys out there saying it's not WAPish. Wop. As soon as a nigga say something about a big dick, there's a couple of chicks out there like, no, it ain't, girl. That, he lying. I got the receipts. <laughs> I got the receipts and shit. So if Cardi B, you know what I'm saying, got cheated on, and she got a song about WAP. Yeah. It's my right to say it wasn't WAPish. That don't mean I hate women. Right. I'm just saying it might not have been a WAP. Might not have she, been a WAP. Not, she need a WAP co-signer. Right. But she did file for the divorce. It wasn't him. She filed because she got cheated on. Right. She got cheated on because he went to find another WAP. Because that WAP wasn't WAPish. So maybe it wasn't WAPish. Maybe it wasn't WAPish. So I think you need a WAP co-signer. You know. You need somebody to confirm that it was a witness. Yeah. Nah, bro, that was why. That was why. I don't need. He, I don't, he I don't, the bag. I don't need all your 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 past history. Right. I just need niggas to like she ain't lying. I just need your like first three references of she ain't right. lying. Right. So you can't. Nobody's denouncing why. Right. If you hit it, I'm glad to be there. Salute. Great job. Happy. <laughs> but somebody thought about. Me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't say all niggas hate women because they talk about a motherfucker who who going through a situation. Right. Everybody's not WAP uh, uh, certified. Really not. It's a bunch of deserts. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a lot of like ghost towns down there. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of Arby's beef. <laughs> oh my dude, bro, come on now. <laughs> it's a lot of love. <laughs> oh, a lot of love. Loose and vinegar. <laughs> No. <laughs> Apple cider. I'm just saying, man. Y'all, y'all chill out. Chill out. Oh shit. Y'all need a coochie co signer. 
Shoutouts, shoutouts, shoutouts. You got nothing? No, I got no shoutout. Uh, I want to shout out Isis. Salute Isis, the therapist. Uh, check out Chanel. Um, hey, therapy is a very real thing. And I think a lot of us, especially the black community, suffer from PTSD in different forms of fashion. But having someone to talk to about that shit is so real and so true. Wait, Isis a therapist? She a full therapist now, man. Salute, bro. Salute. Salute. I mean, it's perfect for her. She got that kind of spirit, that personality, man. That's dope. That's dope as Congratulations. shit. Congratulations. Yeah, so salute, Isis, man. Congratulations on the new practice and everything. That's dope. Get your get out there. That's Show dope. out. If I ever decide to do therapy, I definitely want a black woman. I definitely want a black woman to be my therapist. That's real. Yeah. That's definitely. Real. Yeah. They seen it all. They they see and they listen. And they understand. Right. Like, I get it. If I there's a it. is there is there a level of understanding, yeah. A black woman has that. Yeah. Cause there's nothing they ain't seen. Once again, a black woman takes care and saves the world. Yeah. One step at a time. Shout out to Black Queens. That's dope. That's my next shout out. Yeah, and uh, shout out Reese for getting this barrel. Salute. Shout out Reese. I needed that. And that's about it. That's all my shout outs. Dope. Shout out to Jason, man. Hit Jason up today. One time my dog, Jason. <laughs> uh, which one? The one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shout out Jason. Yeah. Yo, speaking of Jason, shout out JT on the brand new baby boy. Congratulations, my Congratulations guy. Congratulations on the junior. Yeah. Salute, man. I'm very proud of you, bro. For real. Very yeah. happy for y'all. What's up, Nicole? Love you, sis. Congratulations. Congratulations, man. For real. <clears throat> Any roses? Are we still doing that? Uh, as we do it as you feel. Like, you know what? Somebody had to think about you. That's how you do it. You okay. Know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got no real roses today. Yeah. Nothing this week. So we good. I'll just see if you had any. I have to put that in my notes. So. Yeah. It's it's one of those. You know who deserves these roses that I almost forgot about this week? Gotcha. And gotcha. bam. It goes in there. And it don't have to be the last segment. As you think of it. So the shout-outs and the roses are separate, though, separate, right? yeah. Okay. Roses is just something special. Like, you know who going hard in the motherfucking paint? Gotcha. Who deserves their credits and props? Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what the roses is for. Yeah. Yeah. So salute. All right. For sure. Um, I think that's it. Is it it? I think that's it. Anything else? You got something? I ain't got nothing. Hey. I got checked last week. I'm good. Hey, look at God. Won't he do it? Let me buy a dollar. Hey, as always, man, you can find us on all social media platforms. We are here to be petty for you. Yeah. Uh, if you want to write into us, it's powerlunchhour at gmail.com. If you want to buy merchandise from us, just slide in them DMs. We'll make it work for you, baby. Yeah. We got t shirts, we got masks, we got it all for sale. Holla at us. Heck yeah, it's your Captain Corey Dosecki. You boy, I'm something else. Hey, we happy to be in the building, man. We catch y'all next week, man. Love y'all. Be sure. safe. Yeah. And don't forget to vote, goddammit. Register to vote, early vote, 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 goddammit. Please vote. All right, we got this bitch. Catch y'all next week.